We have a fun Q&A episode coming up, and I'm really excited about this Q&A just because you guys had some good questions, as always, but I really just like having this opportunity for you guys to directly ask me questions. I think, obviously, with the topics of each podcast and everything that I share with you guys, I want it to be educational, inspiring, funny. Like, I want it to resonate with you, of course, Um, but... A lot of times it's hard for me to gauge what exactly it is that you may be wanting to hear from me. And so I love your recommendations, but I also think that the uh, Q&A episode is great just because you guys have that chance to really, truly ask me anything. And I just love that. So we are just going to go ahead and continue with this episode. And I also want to mention, I did bring this up a few episodes back. But I've been kind of considering bringing on a Q&A type episode. Oh my gosh, I need to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I'm so sorry. I um, have been kind of wanting to do a Q&A type episode every month. So I'm thinking I'll do that on the first Thursday of every month. So if you're listening to this on the day it drops, happy June. Happy Thursday, bestie. Like, let's slay this month. We're pushing halfway through the year. So If you are ready to kick it into high gear, now is the time, okay? But anyways, back to what I was saying. I really want to start doing these Q&As first Thursday of every month. I think it's just going to be a good way for us to connect a bit deeper. I can give you guys exactly what it is, you know, answers to the exact questions you have. And also, I just feel like it's a little bit easier for you to understand me. And I have the opportunity to kind of go into more depth. And just be a little bit more kind of authentic, I feel like, when I am speaking to you uh, compared to just words that I'm typing on my phone on a screen. Like if I was to answer these just traditionally on Instagram or something, you know. So anyways, that's kind of what I'm thinking. And I do want to give a shout out to my Skin Club podcast girlies because they also do a Q&A once a month. And I just love that idea. So I am going to bring it on to Skin and Soul and see how it goes. So anyways... Let's go ahead and get into the episode. Love you. All right, everybody. As always, we're going to go ahead and start with three deep, 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 deep diaphragmatic breaths. You all know I love this breathwork practice, and I also love to kind of accompany it with some visualization. That's a very hard word to say. Visualization practices. Um, If that's something that you're interested in, um, I invite you to join in with me on that. So... To prepare, I like to place my hands just over my heart space. You're welcome to place them in like a little prayer position or just right over your heart or just continue to do whatever it is you're doing, bestie. You're killing it. Um, But we're going to go ahead and take these three deep, deep breaths together. So as always, when you inhale, I want you to imagine, and and this is where that visual is. (laughs) We're going to try that again. This is where that visual, (laughs) I am not okay. In case you're wondering, this is where that visualization, there we go. Okay. This is, this right here is why we're doing the deep breaths like TBH, like not going to lie. It's it's just as much for me as it is for you. Okay. But we're going to do some visualization along with this. So I want you to go ahead and visualize whatever it is you're needing in this moment. And when you breathe in, I want you to just inhale that deep, 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 deep into your lungs. And then when you exhale, I want you to just release whatever it is that you might be holding on to, whether it's old patterns, old behaviors, any kind of like toxicity, any negative energy, whatever it is, I want you to just release that through your breath on the exhale. Okay. So I'm going to put my hands just over my heart space and close my eyes and let's go ahead and do this thing. Go ahead and exhale to prepare. Inhale very, very deeply with me now. And exhale. Twice more, inhale with me. Hold that in, hold that in. And exhale. Last one, breathe it in, whatever it is you need. Let it radiate throughout your body and exhale all that negativity out. 
Whatever it is that you are holding on to, let it go. Okay. Love it, guys. Now that we have done that, you guys know I just love to start my episodes that way. It seriously just makes me so much more calm inside. I'm like, now I could probably pronounce things without, you know, seriously having a problem. So we love that. But anyways, let's talk about weekly must-haves this week. So again, I've kind of taken a twist the last few weeks. I'm just kind of giving you a little random mini list of things that I've been loving instead of kind of choosing one thing that I felt like was my must have for the week. I've just been doing multiple and I'm kind of liking that style lately. So we're going to go ahead and do that again today. So my must haves this week. Okay. I've talked about this one before. It's one of my all time favorite, like makeup products. I'm not, not a makeup girly, but I'm also not a makeup girly. I'm kind of like a makeup girly when I want to be a makeup girly and then like a rock no makeup pretty much every other day, you know? So I do love to play with makeup though. And I love just putting on a really pretty gloss or just like, you know, when you find a really good makeup product, whether it's like a highlighter or a lip gloss or a brow gel or whatever it is. And you're like, literally this, I love this. This like helps me just feel confident and beautiful in myself and enhances my natural features, whatever it is. Like I do love when you just find like a golden little gem of a makeup product. And this that I'm about to tell you is one of them. And I think I mentioned it on the pod before, and that is the tower 28 gloss, their lip gloss in the shade XOXO. And I freaking love it. And I love it for summertime, especially because it's that like hot, pinky kind of like magenta color but it is still sheer so it's not like an opaque thick matte nothing like that like it's a sheer magenta e like hot pink gloss and I love it I seriously think that shade would complement every single skin tone and it's just beautiful it's just gorgeous it's the best pink it adds just like the perfect touch of color um without being overwhelming and like I was saying like especially someone who doesn't wear like a full face of makeup like every day typically like I don't love it when lit products are kind of like too bold and too overwhelming because I feel like on my face at least like if I'm gonna have like a super bold lip color I feel like it looks weird unless I have mascara on or I have lashes on or something like that so as someone who doesn't wear like a ton of eye makeup usually I want a gloss that's still gonna give me that little hint of color and just like make my lips look nice and like juicy and plump and just like healthy, you know, but without being super, super pigmented. Cause I feel like a lot of times, I don't know, it's just like disproportionate almost. Like I'm like, hold on. Like if I got this on my lips, like I have something on my eyes to match it, you know? So I just like a really kind of like an everyday gloss that goes with anything and just kind of matches the vibe of whether it's like full glam or like natural girly, you know? So I love that lip gloss. It's my favorite lip gloss. One of my favorites of all time. I just love it. So Tower 28, you're killing it. Shade XOXO is my favorite. I love her. Okay, okay. Next up on my must-have list is a shake recipe I have been making, and I love it. I think it's perfect for summertime, and I'm going to share this with you guys right now, and I'm also going to be posting this um, with my weekly favorites, um, just on my feed. So stay tuned for this recipe. Listen now, but if you forget, it's okay. Cause I will be sharing it with you guys on skin and soul podcast, Instagram as well. But this shake is what I call the green. It's like, well, I'm, I'm still debating on the name. So let me, let me not even tell you that yet, but I'll just tell you the ingredients. It's basically a creamy, pina colada shake, but I do put a ton of just spinach in there for that extra antioxidant boost just to get some greens in right in the morning. Um, so I'm thinking of calling it like a pina colada verde, something along the lines of that. Not really sure, but here's what's in it. Okay. And it's so good. It's balanced. It's really creamy and filling, but sweet. And, and also a lot of good, good things in here that are really going to help to just kind of cleanse the body. So I love to start my day with a nice balanced shake, protein shake, little smoothie action going on. I love it. So Here's the deal. And this makes one decently sized serving and I'm the worst. I eyeball everything. So I'm just going to tell you what I think the measurements were, but feel free to adjust as you see necessary. 
So to start out, I did about five ounces of coconut water and five ounces of coconut milk. So this is kind of where that colada comes in in the, the pina colada verde, right? Okay. So that's like the coconut flavor. That's my liquid base. If you don't have either of those or you would like to use something else, like at the least, you could literally just use water in this, like straight up filtered water would be fine. It's not going to be as creamy and not quite as like flavorful, but still nonetheless hydrating and still a great choice. So feel like, I mean, if you feel like you don't have some of the things I'm mentioning, just know that you are welcome to swap things out as you see fit. And that is great. And experimenting is kind of the best way to figure out what's best for you. So anyways, I do about half and half, um, of the coconut water and coconut milk. And then I honestly don't know how much I do. I do grass fed kefir, which is kind of like a, kind of like a drinkable yogurt, almost just full of probiotics. So many good fats in there, just lots and lots and lots of good, 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 good stuff in kefir. And I choose to do the grass fed kind just because I just appreciate that, you know, I know that the animal product that I'm consuming is good quality. And, you know, the animals weren't like suffering or eating some like crappy, like, I don't know. I'm just like, I just want the most nutrient dense food possible. And yeah. So anyways, I do a little bit of kefir in there. I honestly don't know how much, probably like two ounces. It's not a ton, but I just do that for that creaminess factor. And again, for all those additional probiotics and all that good stuff, that's just going to really help with digestion and whatnot. So I love to add a little bit of that in as well. But if you'd like to do yogurt, you could totally do yogurt instead, or just skip this altogether. Then I do protein powder. I really like the garden of life sport protein powder. It is a, uh, you know, plant-based protein powder and it has so, so, so many additional amazing benefits in there. I love this protein. It's one of the only like plant proteins that I actually enjoy the taste of. It doesn't taste like gross or like, you know, chalky or anything like that. Like I feel like the flavor is really, really nice and subtle and there's no additives. There's no inflammatory oils in this. There's no, you know, just pro- potentially problematic ingredients. So I really like that protein, but I do a little vanilla protein. And then, like I said earlier, I do a ton of spinach. I just load this thing up with spinach. And again, that's where the verde comes from in the name. So load that up with spinach for all those good antioxidants, vitamin A, vitamin K, vitamin C. You're getting fiber. You're getting just all that additional hydration and and just a wide variety of vitamins and minerals. Um, So I love to just load up the spinach. And then I do frozen pineapple, of course, the pina, you know do some frozen pineapple and then I do some ground flax seeds. And for frozen pineapple, I probably do about a cup worth. I would say about a cup of frozen pineapple, do about a handful of ice cubes, probably like six ice cubes maybe. And then I did about a tablespoon of ground flax and that was it. And I mean, like it was so good. This creamy, you know, pineapple coconut smoothie with a little, you know, some greens in there for those benefits, but it's so yummy. So let me just recap that all again quick. So I did about five ounces, coconut milk, five ounces, coconut water, two ounces, grass-fed kefir. That's kind of like my base protein powder of choice. I did vanilla plant-based protein powder. You do about a cup of pineapple, about a handful of ice cubes, a ton of spinach. Like I did just seriously like two big handfuls, but just however much you want to eat, put in there some spinach and some ground flax and that's it. And it's so yummy. It's creamy. It's sweet because of that pineapple and also the vanilla protein powder. And again, it's just a good way to start the day. And I love her or after like a workout. And now that these summer months are coming in, like give me all the smoothies and shakes you can, because I love them. They're my favorite. So anyways, that was another one of my weekly favorites. And last weekly favorite is the Trace Mineral Max Hydrate Energy Tablets. And these are so fun. I get these at the yoga studio I go to, but um, you should be able to get them online. I've also seen them at little health food stores like Good Earth, Whole Foods, Harmons might even have them, those kind of places. But I love these. They are, so the brand is Trace Minerals, but what they are, they're like these little tablet thingies and you just put them in a few ounces of water and they get nice and fizzy and they kind of just create this little drink 
But these tablets are great pre-workout or post-workout. Um, I specifically have been liking the energy ones though. And I'm not like a pre-workout kind of person. Like I just don't super love like loading up on caffeine. Like I don't really consume caffeine except for in green tea and sometimes chai. But anyways, I really do like these. Like if I know I'm going to go hit a gnarly workout, if I'm going to go do like candlelight hit hot vinyasa or something, and I just know I'm going to like die in that infrared sauna room. I love to, um, prepare by hydrating with these and the energy ones, like I was saying specifically, they are an orange flavor and orange flavor is just my favorite personally, but I also like these because they have 50 milligrams of caffeine from green tea extract. So I like that I'm getting those, um, or, you know, I'm just getting a little energy boost, but it's nothing overwhelming or overpowering 50 milligrams. That's you know, I mean, a Red Bull has like 80 milligrams or something like that. A cup of coffee has about a hundred. So, I mean, it's nothing crazy, but still just that little boost. And that's just really all I need. I feel like otherwise I have like a crazy crash and I just feel sick and my adrenals are shot and it's just not, a, not the vibe. So I've been loving those. And the real benefit to these is they're all about, um, hence the brand trace minerals, all about minerals. So there's potassium, there's sodium, there's magnesium. There's all these essential minerals that you need to function properly and also to maintain proper hydration, which is of course going to be super important when we're exercising and sweating and just going super hard and working our cardiovascular system and all that good stuff, respiratory system too. So just good to make sure you're taking care of yourself. And I have been loving those. The flavor's great. They're super easy to eat. They're really cheap too. Like they come in this little tube and the tube of them, I believe there's 10 tablets in there and it's like six bucks for the whole tube or something. So I mean, in my opinion, I feel like that's super affordable and I love them. So if you haven't tried them, I would recommend it. Super yummy and just easy. And again, not overpowering with the caffeine, which I like just because again, I'm not like a pre-workout girly. And yeah, if I'm feeling like I really need a little extra energy boost and I'll, I'll take one of these little guys and just mix up in, in the water and it makes like this yummy little fizzy orange fun little concoction. It's great. So that is my last weekly must have. And now let's talk about our weekly intention. So I'm going to tell you what mine is. If it's something that resonates with you again, please put yourself up to the challenge and join in with me on this. Um, and if you're someone who needs somebody to hold you accountable, message me, like I'll hold you accountable or find a friend or somebody that you can do this with. If it's something that you don't really feel like is applicable to you, I suggest and invite that you create your own weekly intention because I think it's just a good practice to get in and just kind of slowly start building those habits that are really going to make a big, big difference for us um, someday. You know, the little things really matter. So my weekly intention, let's revisit last week's first. Last week, my weekly intention was literally just to let things be like, just let it be like. If people want to think, you know, people have the wrong idea about me or if someone's, you know, putting words in my mouth or, you know, saying I said something I didn't like immediately I'm like, oh, I'm going in there. I'm going to straighten everybody out. Like, I don't want anyone to have the wrong idea of me. Like, that's not true. But I'm really just learning that sometimes it's not worth your energy. Like, it's just not worth your time and energy to quote unquote, like correct all these people. Like if people want to spread misinformation about you or think negatively about you, it's literally their problem. Like I'm just learning this slowly, but it really is. Like if someone wants to just, you know, be bitter about something, like they need to take that up with their therapist bestie. Cause it's not your fault. It's literally just projection. So anyways, that was last week's intention. And that's always been something really hard for me, just kind of letting things be, but I've really been focusing on that. And it's been so nice. You guys, holy crap. Last week, I feel like I really did let things be. And there's a few times when I really could have been like, you know what? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, just gone off really to sum it up, but I didn't. And it was great. It was so much less stress and chaos. And I feel like, you know, the universe like works for you when you're just kind of like going with the flow and, and keeping your heart open and just not closing off and, and not becoming defensive or angry or upset. Like just staying open has been so like such a good teacher almost to me. So I invite you to do that if you haven't. And I'm also wanting to continue to carry this into this week. And I don't really have like a simple way to say this. So I'm just going to kind of just explain to you the emotions behind it and kind of like what I'm hoping to achieve. But I guess really what I'm hoping to achieve 
this week and what my intention is, is to just know that when a door shuts, it's literally because another one is going to open in any second. And I feel like, and I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but I feel like if you're like, oh my gosh, this door shut. And it's like all you can think about. And you guys, we talk about mindset. We talk about perspective. We talk about the power of this constantly. But when you see that door shut and you're like, that door, like I'm, I'm never going to get to go down that hallway now. Like, oh, I missed this opportunity. I missed that. Like, what about this, that? And the other thing, like, oh, the person who shut that door, like screw them. Like, why would they do me? Why would they do You know what I mean? Like you can just go on and on and on and on and on about it and try to find excuses and point the finger at somebody else and just obsess over the fact that this door is shut. Right. But really at the end of the day, in this scenario, that is, you can't open the door. Like if the door is shut, it's shut and it's not going to open unless it decides to open again, you know? And like, maybe if it opens again, by that point, you'll be down another hall because you went through another door that was like way better. And you're like, oh my gosh, thank goodness that that door shut, you know? So that's kind of like my little intention this week is to let the doors close and just not obsess over them closing. Because I feel like when we do that, Again, that energy that we are spending internally, we are literally like creating a reality for ourselves that is all about the closed door. We're spending all this energy, all this time obsessing over a closed door when we should just be like, dude, the door's closed. All right. Now what? You know what I mean? Like instead of obsessing over the door being closed, and this is kind of like part two to last week, like last week, just let things be let the door be closed because sitting here and obsessing over it is not going to make time reverse and the door reopen. Like, no, the door is closed and it's a good thing. Okay. So instead you're just going to be like, and this is where this week's intention comes in. Just kind of being like, okay, the door's closed. Let's, let's, you know, see what other doors are open. Like what are my other options? Or even, and if there's no doors open, then at least don't spend time obsessing over the closed door. At least spend that internal energy, that precious life force and will that we all have within us, spend that on creating or looking forward to, or, um, you know, like just creating a new opportunity for yourself, a new door. Maybe you're, you know, start thinking about this new next step or this new opportunity and just go for it. And that's kind of something I've learned the last little bit is, yeah, like you got to just go for these things. So that's kind of my intention this week is just kind of once again, letting things be, but now moving past that and being like, okay, this is how it is. Now, what can I do to move on? What can I do to grow? What can I learn or take from that experience from that door closing? What can I take from that experience? And what can I do to implement that into a future opportunity, you know? So I think just kind of like changing our mindset and focusing our energy and our time and our conscious just ability on something that is going to have opportunity and be beneficial and kind of like looking forward than looking back. Like instead of obsessing over the closed door in the past, just being like, okay, bye door. Now what, you know? So that's just kind of like what I'm doing right now. And I'm just kind of wanting to focus on that and just knowing again, like the door can close and it's closed and it's a good thing. And like, there's so much ahead and not getting, you know, stuck in the moment over these closed doors. And I'm just going to give you a quick example of something that happened to me this last week that really kind of like made me want to do this, but I've been, you know, working with like credit unions and a couple banks and just kind of like getting more information on help for funding my new business. Right. Like I have a little bit of savings, but I'm definitely going to need, um, you know, some cash to, to make my, to make it happen. You know, like this, this isn't going to be cheap and I want to invest in my business and I'm freaking ready to do it because I believe in it. I believe in my mission and I believe in myself and I freaking know that I'm going to bring you guys something so good. And that so good thing is going to require some sacrifices and some risk. And that's dope and great because I know it's going to pay off. So I've been networking, not networking necessarily, but just like meeting with banks and credit unions and things, trying to figure this out. But I am 23. <laughs> like I don't have a ton of assets right now. My credit isn't great, but it's not horrible either. So it's just kind of hard because I don't have a ton of credibility being like 
a young person trying to start their own business, like from scratch. Um, and it's hard, especially like right now to get banks to trust you. And everyone's like, uh, you need to be in business for two years or else like, we won't give you anything for your business. And I'm like, okay, well, how am I supposed to start a business if I don't get the money? Okay. So it's been this whole thing, but that is an example of like a door closing, like me being like, okay, I want to take out a small business loan with this credit union or whatever. Or I'm thinking the best thing to do after, you know, doing literally days and days of research, I'm going to apply for this line of credit or this credit card and blah, 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 you know? So, but then when that doesn't happen, they decline you or they don't approve you because you don't have, you know, X amount of experience or you don't have this credit score or whatever it is that is an example of a door closing and me being me i want to obsess over that i want to be like these idiots they should have accepted me like i'm gonna pay them back i would have paid them you know blah 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 blah. like i can sit here and obsess over the fact they said no but instead i'm just gonna be like whatever this is a missed opportunity on their end and just figure something else out like what else can i do what is another door i can try to open or go through or whatever you know Hopefully you understand the met this little like visualization metaphor thing I got going here for you. But anyways, that's just kind of my intention. So if you're feeling those same feelings, but you know, apply that to your own life, your own situation, I invite you to join on this with me and this is collective and we're going to do this. And I think this group effort is going to be super important and just beneficial overall. So anyways, that's my intention. And guys, now that we've gone through our usual things, we can get into the Q&A. And I'm so stoked for this Q&A. It was super last minute, honestly. I just kind of got caught up in the things of planning the business and all the stuff. I totally just, you know, Wednesday snuck up on me. I was like, holy crap, my podcast is releasing literally tomorrow. So anyways... I um, did a little questions box and I got some good feedback from you guys and I'm super stoked to answer these questions. So let's go ahead and start. Let me pull them up. Okay. We will start with the first one, which says any fun trips or things you're doing this summer? Ah, that's like a cute question. So um, I am, oh my gosh. So we talked about this last week, but I am going to IECSC, which is that aesthetics and spa conference in Las Vegas. I went last year with all my school friends, which was such a good time. And I loved it. But this time I'm even more excited to go because I am going to be really taking the advantage of the educational opportunities, all the free classes, as well as some paid classes and whatnot, just learning from other industry experts and just kind of getting more just familiarization with different techniques, different modalities and all that good stuff. I'm seriously so excited, like for the educational aspect, almost more than anything. And just excited to go back. Um, I'm taking my husband with me. River and I are going on a little bestie trip for the business. And I'm so excited. He is just my little partner in crime. It's great. So we're going to Vegas and we're going to shop till we drop there and it's going to be great. And all of it's going to the biz. So everything I get there, just, just know that it's in store for you too. If you're a client at least. And if you're not, you should be, cause you are going to like what I have to offer you. Okay. Anyways, that is like one trip I'm going on. Um, and then I am going to McCall, Idaho, Um, which I've never been to, but I've heard really, really great things. I've heard it's just a gorgeous landscape, really peaceful. And I'm just really excited for that. And then there's no set in stone dates for that, but I'll just be going with my husband's family and I'm super stoked. So that's really all I have on the books though. Nothing crazy's planned, no major trips. I'm not like going out of the country or really even traveling very far at all, but I... I'm kind of glad I don't have a lot going on just because I really want to buckle down the rest of this year and just grind in my studio, you know, like I am really, really excited. And that's kind of like my little trip I'm going on is my business trip, you know, so kind of getting everything ready and going and just going for it. So yeah, nothing too crazy. I'm sure we'll go like on a couple little camping trips. We like to backpack or even just like car camp. Um, you know, maybe go to like St. George or Lake Powell. Like I seriously don't know, but we'll find out as the summer goes on. So as of now, just ICSC and a little trip to Idaho besties. It's going to be good. All right. Next question. Number one product. 
Um, I'm assuming like skincare product. <sighs> That's such a hard question. That's literally so hard. That's actually so hard because think about it. It's like, there's too many, there's too many good ones. I can't just really choose number one, I guess like, oh, that's so difficult. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to give you a few of my favorites. Um, first of all, SPF. I talked about this recently, but guys, I'm freaking obsessed with the Tizo, Tizo, um, you know, I'm pretty sure it's Tizo. Not sure. Don't quote me on that, but their ultra zinc sheer SPF is like one of my favorite sheer SPFs. I think it's actually my favorite sheer SPF I've ever used in my life for sure. Actually, now that I think about it, I love it. The texture, the consistency, the finish, it's just so nice. So I love that SPF and I would have to say SPF would definitely, definitely be one of, if not my most favorite product ever, just because it does target a lot of different things. It's preventative and so many other, so many other things, but I think you have to have the right formulation for an SPF. Your sunscreen's got to be perfect and fit for you. So if you're like, I hate my sunscreen, that's not an uncommon thought and feeling. A lot of times people deal with textual issues or whatever it is. So reach out to me because it's really important that you're using one and I would love to help you find one that's good for you. So that is one of my favorite sunscreens. Um, my favorite like corrective product other than that would definitely be any kind of retinoid, any kind of vitamin A, but especially one that's formulated with something like peptides or things like that, that are going to kind of like cut the aggressiveness and still give you those results, but also enhance those results. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I mean, there's so many, but also I need to tell you guys too, I'm trying out a lot of products right now that I'm considering bringing on to my spa. And because of that, I got to kind of keep them on the DL while I'm testing them all out. And then once I've made my final decision, even though I'm pretty sure I know what I want, but also just want to give the products time. And I really want to get a good feel for them before I do decide to bring them on and offer them to my clients. So because of that, I feel like I can't talk a ton about my favorite products yet because I haven't announced that I'm even going to be carrying them, et cetera, et cetera. So ask me this question next Q&A and we'll be golden. I'll spill the deets. But you can know, I honestly would have to see probably like SPF in that. Tizo one is so good. So good. Anyways. Okay. Next up. And yeah, I do want to say too, there's a few questions on here that I'm not not going to answer, but I am not going to answer them right now just because I just don't want to, hmm, how do I say this? I just think there's some things that are better left unsaid and those things I might be more willing to share in a while, but as of right now, like I just kind of want the dust to settle. So Anyways, if you're like, I asked you blah, 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 and you never answered it, like, just know I saw your question and I love you and thank you for asking this. Um, and if you're genuinely curious, I'd be happy to answer DM. So just DM me if there was a question I missed from you, but just know I'm not ignoring them. There's just a few things that I don't feel comfortable making public yet. So until then, just hang tight or feel free to DM me as well. Okay. With that being said, um, Somebody asked, what services will you be offering that you couldn't at your old spa? So a lot, <laughs> there's going to be a lot, you guys. And I'm not going to tell you like necessarily like any of my protocols, but I'll just kind of give you an idea of some things that will be included in my treatments that were not included previously. Um, so in all of my treatments, I'm going to have aromatherapy included. So of course I'll be diffusing therapeutic, organic, um, you know, just the best grade possible organic essential oils into the air, just to kind of create that safe, you know, belonging feeling. And I just want you guys to walk into my room and just smell the same smell every time. Like, I just want it to be like, just feel homey. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like that's important. So of course I'll be diffusing these, 
um, aromatic oils into the air, but I also want to include like actual therapeutic aromatherapy into each of my treatments. So based off of whatever it is that you are experiencing with your skin and your personal life, like just in general, you as a person, as a human being, as a little soul in your cute little body, like I just want to address, um, you know, everything I can while you're with me. So, and this is really where like holistic treatments really come into play for me. I'm not treating your skin. I am, but I'm doing so much more than that. And that's really where you will see the difference between my services and anybody else's is the value because there's going to be so much included in your treatment. A lot of which you really cannot get from anywhere else. So Again, aromatherapy, um, but again, after a consultation, this will be something custom chose for you. And this will be um, kind of, you know, we'll do some breath work at the beginning just to really help calm the nervous system. It's kind of like we do on the podcast, like those three deep breaths. I'm thinking I want to do that at the beginning of each treatment with some aromatherapy included. Um, So be on the lookout for that. And um, some other things I'm going to be doing crystal healing. So crystal grids, I'll be doing custom crystal grids in some of my treatments. So that's just kind of like a layout of different um, stones basically on the body. So I'm not going to be doing like full body, but I'll do some down like the chest area around your head on your face. If you're doing, you know, doing like a jelly mask, something like that, I would love to incorporate that to get some additional energetic healing benefits. And I love, 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 love crystals. I've been collecting rocks since I was a teeny tiny little kid for as long as I can remember. I just love them. So I'm going to be incorporating some crystal healing into my therapies. I'm going to be incorporating sound healing as well. So this is all kind of like on the DL right now too. I haven't announced any of this, but um, I'm just going to telling you guys, and I'm so sorry about that dinging. I can't make it stop. It's my computer. I don't know what's going on, but just ignore it if it happens. Anyway, sound healing, which again is going to just trigger that central nervous system response of just really creating a balanced state. And at the fundamental of really everything I'm doing, like you aren't going to heal. Your acne is not going to heal. Your skin isn't going to be able to flourish and thrive and have that real natural like flow if you are in a constant state of fight or flight, like it's not going to happen. So my job as your holistic SD is to create this safe, welcoming, just absolutely incredible environment. Um, but I still want to give you those results with your skin. And ultimately those results are going to be enhanced because you're not stressed. You're really relaxed. Your body is truly able to go to repair and and heal itself. Um, so yeah, that's also coming in with the sound therapy, which I've been passionate about for the last you know, two, three years of my life. Um, I love sound baths. I talk about them often, but I'll be incorporating a little bit of that into my treatments. Um, I'll be doing a lot more massage, sculptural facial massage, gua sha massage, really, really good scalp massage. And that's something that's not changing. If you got a scalp massage from me previously, just know it's about to be better. It's about to be even better, but still as good, just better. Um, a little bit more thorough. Um, I'm also, yeah, just some other little things I don't really want to spill the beans on yet. Some other little kind of like special um, additions to things. But yeah, just kind of really packing in the value for you guys with everything I'm doing. And yeah, that's just a little, a few of the things that I'll be doing that are going to be completely different than what I'm doing, was doing before. Um, so yeah, I hope that answers your question. Okay, guys, next question. One thing you're learning about or sorry, one thing you're learning right now about life in parentheses. And then this is two questions. Favorite memory so far this year. So we'll start with this first one. One thing I'm learning right now. Well, 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 quite a bit, actually. I mean, as far as like starting my business goes, one thing I will say that I am learning is that, dude, like networking and just communication with others and like asking others for help is so necessary. I think having people in your corner when you're doing something that's a little bit scary or something really new to you, like having someone you can trust, um, to lean on or ask for advice or someone who maybe is doing a similar thing as you that you can kind of ask for their guidance since they're, you know, experiencing it, um, or have experienced it has been so incredibly helpful. And also I'm just amazed at the like support I've received from other people, um, with starting the business. Like it's just so crazy. So I guess one thing I'm learning more and more the importance of right now is just how vital it is to just 
have a support group and have people in your corner who are rooting for you. And I think that's true with really anything. And I just, yeah, really just appreciate those in my life that are really there for me and wanting me to succeed and helping me out in any way they can. Like it means so much more to me than, you know, and I'm so thankful. So that's one thing I'm learning right now is just the importance of, of your people, you know? So, um, I think that's sometimes something I overlook a little bit. Like I think, you know, I just want to be like a one man show, like, but it's not, that's not how you build a successful, you know, business or a successful life. Like having that support from others and, and, you know, almost like a little team in some ways is so important. And I'm grateful that I'm learning that now. And favorite memory so far this year. First of all, I love this question. Um, and this is hard. I don't know. I guess there's been so many, there's been so many, (laughs) but I would say my favorite memory so far. uh, I just don't know. I'll, I'll give you this one. Mine and Rivers two year wedding anniversary, our four year anniversary being together was just a couple weeks ago. And we did a little staycation up at Sundance and although there was like some random like complications that came up that kind of like threw a dent in our plans. Nonetheless, like we had such a freaking blast. I would say that's like seriously one of my favorite memories is sitting on the, like the porch of our little room. Um, and up at Sundance, it just, it looks out just to the mountains. There's just trees and it's so serene and peaceful. And I just loved that. Just kicking out in the sun, stretching out on the little chair just sitting out there with river, just chatting. And just, I just love that. It's really just like the simple things for me. That was like one of my favorite things I've done all year. Just have like a quiet moment with him, like no crazy dogs, no like annoying neighbors or like nothing. It was just like me and him just chilling in this, just hanging out on these little chairs, in this patio, just looking out to this, the prettiest view. And it was just so peaceful. So that's like definitely one of my favorite memories that I could think of. Um, another one, I would say, honestly, like deciding just literally (laughs) just circumstances that put me in this position where I was like, wow, I'm going solo. Like just in that moment, I just am grateful for that. And again, this is all stuff I'll expand on in the future, but yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot going on in my life. It's hard to pick like a favorite memory from this year, but that chill moment and just that whole weekend with river like was so fun just spending quality time with him i just had such a good time um so yeah i would say that's definitely one of my favorites and yeah i would also say i've been like going to little dinners with some of my girlfriends a little bit more and i've been loving that and this kind of ties back into my something i'm learning is just like the importance of your circle right like just having close friends and people that you can count on and trust that really just want you to succeed and want the best for you and understand you and and see the real you that goes for family teachers friends whatever it is like it just means a lot so just all my memories and honestly like there's so many like then also my first pain client i ever took was this year <laughs> And they tipped me a hundred bucks and I was like blown away by that. That was another first memory. Like the, um, like front desk girl was like, dude, they just cheaped you a hundred dollars. And I was like, shut your mouth. My first paying client ever. Like, come on. Like that was also such a good moment. I was like, wow. Like they must've really liked what I offered, you know? So that was just a good feeling, especially for my first ever paying client. Like that just kind of like set the tone. And I was just so grateful and so appreciative of that. Like, are you kidding me? That's so generous. Like, I just can't even just, that was just crazy. So anyways, those are just a few examples of some things that have been really meaningful to me, but yeah. Alrighty, let's see. Favorite hikes in Utah. I love this question. There's a lot. Um, and I'm trying to think of some, but I would say some of the few that come to my mind, first of all, we call it engagement falls, but that's not the name. It's really called Upper Falls. It's up Provo Canyon. You know, you guys probably know, like there's Bridal Veil Falls, or maybe you have no idea. Oh my gosh, I forget. Like, not everyone that's listening to this lives in Utah. So there's um Provo Canyon. 
And there's many different waterfalls in there, but there's two kind of main ones. There's the Bridalville Falls, which is like the big massive one that's super popping all the time. And then there's like a slightly smaller hidden one called Upper Falls. And that is where I got engaged. It's kind of like a little special spot for Rib and I. So that's definitely one of my favorite hikes. There's three tiers to the waterfall and it's kind of hard to get up to the upper two. Um, so just use caution if you're going to do that. But um, yeah, I love Upper Falls. There's also Scout Falls up AF Canyon, which is just a really, really pretty hike. Really fun to do this time of year. There might be like some glaciers and things you can hike around. I also love to hike up to Silver Lake, um, again, up American Fort Canyon, but it's not the Silver Lake that you drive to because no, that's Silver Lake Reservoir. I'm talking about like the actual Silver Lake. You have to backpack to it. And up at actual Silver Lake, there's also Silver Glance, which is like a mile further than Silver Lake. But I haven't been there yet. It's on Mine and Rivers bucket list to do that this summer. So we'll see. But Silver Lake is gorgeous. It's so beautiful. And again, so serene up there. I love that hike as well. Um, Donut Falls, which is in the Cottonwoods. I love Donut Falls. It's just kind of like a classic hike. That's what I've been doing for a long time. Like since I was a little kid, I've been hiking that and I like it. It's fun. If you go in the winter, there's like a ton of snow up there. Riv and I did that once a couple years ago and you can kind of like hike down to the falls and it's like all covered by snow. It was, it's cool. But I like that hike a lot too. Um, there's also Primrose Overlook uh, is another really, really pretty hike. And I want to say it's in Provo Canyon. It is in Provo Canyon. I love that hike. It's really, really pretty. And you're able to see Stewart Falls, I believe. Is it Stewart Falls? I think it is. Um, Stewart Falls is another great hike too at Provo Canyon. There's just so many, like there's so, so many. I'm trying to think of any more off the top of my head, but I can't. So we're just going to go with that. Some of my favorite hikes. Okay. Next up, where will you be doing services in all caps? <laughs> it's a secret. Um, I'm going to be announcing that very soon. Um, I am, well, the reason I'm waiting is because I'm waiting on my designer to get back to me with my logo and my, um, just my branding kit, my colors and all of that. And I want to have all of that put together so I can make kind of more of like a formal announcement. So you will be knowing the answer to that soon. All I can tell you is my suite is being renovated right now, but it's going to be so perfect guys. I'm so excited. I, kind of sent it and, um, put the deposit down on a slightly bigger one. I'm not saying it's like huge. Okay. It's not like huge, but it's slightly bigger and I'm feeling good about it. I really wanted that extra space because I want it to feel super cozy and just really, you know, just easy for you to relax and not like crammed. So we're going with it, but I'm so excited for my suite. The location in my eyes is absolutely perfect. It's going to cater to um, a lot of my clients and I'm super, super stoked about it. So stay tuned. All right. Another question. Can you share any details on where you'll be offering SD services? Oh, when I'm sorry. Can you share any details on when you'll be offering SD services? I want to book with you. Oh my gosh. That's so nice. Thank you. Um, I would freaking love to see you first of all. Second, when I will be taking clients. So my suite will be fully renovated guys. I'm so sorry about that dinging. It's driving me nuts. Um, I put it on do not disturb and it just doesn't care what I say. It's so annoying, but, um, my suite will be finished the week of June 19th. Oh my gosh. It's literally in three weeks. It will be finished sometime that week. I'll be moving in that week, getting everything perfect and ready for all of my gorgeous clients. And then the week of the 26th is when I will be accepting clients. I'm still kind of trying to figure that out because that weekend before the weekend of the 24th, which is a Saturday is when the IECSC conference is. So I know I'm going to be out of town at least, yeah, I'll be out of town the 24th, 25th, probably the 26th as well. And then I'm going to want a day to like load up everything I buy and just make sure everything's perfect. So the first day I'll be accepting clients, I think is probably going to be June 28th. But again, I'm not a hundred percent sure yet, but I will be letting you guys know as soon as I can, um, as soon as I get updates on renovations and things like that. But that's kind of what I'm thinking. So give me a few more weeks. I'll see you at the end of the, the end of June, get y'all glowing and ready for the 4th of July. Like what a great time, right? Like we're really just kicking off summer and I love it. So anyways, that will be perfect. And I'm so stoked. So that is when that will be happening. Just give me a few more weeks. 
Alrighty, let's see. Did I miss any on this page? No. Okay. Oh, gonna be your first client. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I'm actually so curious who my first client's gonna be in my new space. Like, we'll see. But I would love it if you came to see me. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Okay. Next up, I've got thoughts on Jan Marini products. Ooh, I like this question. Um, I personally have not dabbled with many Jan Marini products. However, a lot of my fellow estheticians that I love, just love and trust with all my heart, love and swear by this line. Um, I know they have products, um, and I guess specifically their retinols are the most appealing to me. Their duality is a really, really interesting product. It's that retinol formulated with that benzoyl peroxide. So you're really just getting a two in one for acne there. And just great benefits for somebody who wants to be on a vitamin A, but also wants those benefits of the BP, you know? So I love that um, for them. And I think that's wonderful. I've heard such great things and seen great results from that product specifically. Um, but yeah, I don't know like a ton about their line. However, I do know that Jan Marini, um, you know, sort of like not created glycolic acid, but she kind of brought glycolic acid to the skincare industry. Whereas before I've heard it was more of like a cleaning agent. So that's pretty amazing. That's pretty innovative. I think a brand that is led by somebody like that is a brand that is trustworthy. And I think just do your own research, um, and trust your esthetician and get their advice. Um, but yeah, I think Jan Marini products are great. I've heard amazing things about them. They seem very results driven, which I love. So I think it's definitely um, worth asking somebody who carries them maybe a little bit more about them, but I say go for it. They seem like an amazing, amazing line. All right, next up, most important skincare tip. So I would say, and again, this is hard because there's like so many different things I could say, but overall, I would say don't neglect your barrier health. Your barrier is number freaking one. Like if your barrier is out of whack, you're definitely going to be dealing with issues such as redness, peeling, you know, dryness, irritation, acne, texture, pigmentation, potentially like so many issues can stem from a lack of a nurtured and truly like healthy barrier. So I think healthy barrier needs to be number, 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 number one. Okay, guys, we're going to get cruising because I am taking forever per usual. Okay, next up, how do you stay motivated? So I've talked about motivation before. I actually have an episode on this, so check that out. But also, I think this all goes back to having a support system, having someone you can lean on when you need it because we are all human and things get overwhelming. We live in a crazy time. Like having someone in your corner is so freaking important, whether it's your mom or your grandma, or your best friend, or a teacher, or, you know, a pet, even your husband, like whoever it is, you need to have somebody in your corner that you can count on, that you can vent to, who is there for you, who wants the best for you, and who supports you. And I think those people in our lives help us to stay motivated when we are feeling not so motivated. And also taking a break helps me to stay motivated. Like if I'm feeling overwhelmed, like I can't, like I just won't produce good things, you know, like I can't create if I'm not, you know, it's like the same thing. Can't freaking pour from an empty cup, right? Like it's that same thing. So just taking breaks, taking care of yourself, prioritizing your own mental well-being and energetic balance and just like just clarity in general is vital. And that's the way you're going to be able to really support those in your life is by taking care of yourself, right? So I'm really big about that. And I think that's super important. Okay. Top foods and drinks to fuel your body. This is a great question. You guys really killed it with this. So um, drinks, I would say coconut water is great. I love coconut water. <laughs> um, filtered water in general with like a little pinch of sea salt. I really like, not necessarily sea salt. I mean, yes, sea salt, but I like the pink salt, preferably. Lots of minerals in there. Um, and also those things will just kind of help to give you that proper internal hydration. So if you do a little filtered water with a little pinch of salt is great. I've shared lots of my little like morning elixir drinks with you guys before, but I love to make a little adrenal cocktail, which is basically just a little drink that helps to support the adrenals, helps to reduce fatigue, keep your energy stable, all that good stuff. So 
It includes, I'll typically use like tangerine juice or an orange juice mix of some sort, coconut water or aloe vera juice. And then I'll do my fulvic minerals or again, a pinch of salt or um, something to give me some sodium and some minerals there as well. So I love to do that. Um, you guys know this, I share lots of like smoothie recipes. So love my little healthy little smoothies. I like to juice. I'm going to get into my juicing girl era again now that the summer months have come upon us, but love to do juicing as well. Foods. Um, like, I mean, there's so many foods that I like, you know, I would say really like nutrient dense foods that I enjoy. I really, 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 and hear me out. I really like kale, but I don't love like raw kale. I mean, it's fine. in like a salad and whatnot, but I really love to cook some kale on a skillet with a little olive oil, some lemon, some salt, pepper sounds weird, but you wilt it down and it's so good. It's so flavorful, super good to do with like, you know, protein and a, you know, starch of some sort. You could do that on like some kind of like Mediterranean bowl, something like that. Like I just love sauteed kale. I think it's so simple and so yummy. Um, wild caught salmon is forever going to be my favorite protein. I think it's just so yummy, full of omegas and just really a good quality piece of meat. You know, like we love the wild caught fish. So I love to do salmon bites, like do a little salmon bowl. You can do like teriyaki. You could do like a sweet honey. You could do like an orange glaze. You could do a spicy sauce. Like there's so many things you can do with that. I love, love, love honey. Um, not honey, sorry, salmon. I was thinking about honey, but, um, that's another thing I really like. That's also a good little nutrient dense sweeteners, little raw honey, um, got a lot of benefits, you know, put some of that in your tea. And that's another thing, herbal tea, you guys, I'm such an herbal tea girl, like at my core, I freaking love herbal tea. So those are just a few random things, but I could go off about this all day. Like I could go off. Um, so yeah, it was just a few animal things. I'll also say like making gourmet toast is another favorite thing of mine to do. Like you do a little cottage cheese. Well, first of all, start with a piece of bread and toast it. You could do some cottage cheese. You could do hummus. You could do mashed avocado. And then I love to do veggies. I love to do tomatoes and balsamic, or you could do like red pepper flakes, olive oil, avocado, lemon. I mean, there's like so many different variations, but I love to do toast too, because I feel like they're balanced, easy, and a good way to get some veggies into. Okay. Next up, must have tips for student estheticians. Oh my gosh. I need to do a whole episode for you guys. If you want me to do that, let me know because I think I have more student estes than I thought listening to this. So a few things, um, first and foremost, you need to understand school is going to be a literal grind. Like anyone who goes into school and is like, Oh yeah, like I'm going to school because I don't want to go to college. Like this is the this is just like, I don't want to go to college. So I'm going to do this. Like, no, it's, it's not like a lesser thing. It's like completely different. You're literally in a trade school. You're learning, you're learning a skill, right? Like you're going to be perfecting that and practicing it hands-on. There's so much theory. There's so much that goes into being an esthetician. And of course there's estheticians that, you know, skimp by and don't super like, you know, aren't super passionate. And then there's those that are like so invested and want to make it like their career. Right. So just honestly, like you will get out of school, what you put in it. If you're going to show up and like sit and watch Netflix all day or like not even come or come with a bad attitude and like not want to work, like you're not going to get very far. And it's just how it is like straight up. I'm going to be straight up with you. Right. Like if you want to be, if you want to just get the most of your money, like get the most experience, the most knowledge, you need to show up every day. You need to know it's going to suck sometimes, but you need to show up every day. And also I would just say, ask as many questions as you can, because there's only so long that you have like licensed educators around you like that, that you can just pick their brain anytime you want. So any and all questions, just ask them, like ask them constantly. Also build relationships with those in your class in school. Like you'll want to have good relationships with those people. Cause you're going to be spending so much time with them. Right? So getting close with them. Um, I would also say starting your social media now, like while you're in school is huge. Like also all the work you're doing in school, it's all clinical experience. Like it's not paid necessarily, but you're still like, if you're taking clients, taking appointments, like that is experience, like post that, share that, start building a brand for yourself and start kind of creating that and practicing, because I can tell you this from experience, like it takes a while to really get the hang of things and to get in the swing of it and to kind of get your knack for your social media. So start now. 
Okay. Next up. Uh, when did you start your journey of wanting to live a more holistic life? So honestly, like my whole life, I always kind of felt like, I don't know, just like something in me was not, not like everybody else. Like I just felt like I never super fit in everywhere. And not to say that I didn't have like great friendships and amazing memories when I was younger because I did, but I always just like at my core knew that like, I just didn't quite belong. You know what I mean? And that sounds so harsh. It really wasn't that deep, but more just like everything that everybody else like loved to do and like thought was so fun. And like, I just never really like got it. Like I was like, no, like I'd like way rather, you know, I just always have felt connected to more like holistic practices, I guess. And just taking care of myself and my body and my well-being has always been something that's been so important to me. Um, a lot of people in my close life have struggled with those kind of things and just prioritizing themselves and taking care of themselves. And I just saw the toll that that took on them as well as those around them. And I just always kind of made it my little personal mission to just take great care of myself and, and just encourage others to take better care of themselves as well. Because like our bodies are home, you know, like it's just, it just makes sense in my brain. Like I just want that for myself. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's been like a work in progress, but I would say it didn't really like fully start me being like, Oh, like I want to live a holistic life, you know, and, and not necessarily 24 seven in all things like, but I really do try to be like careful about what I put in my body, the products that I use. Um, and also just taking things into account from a whole base perspective. So not like, Oh, you have acne. Here's this product. Bye. Like, no. Oh, you have acne. What are your sleep patterns? Like, what are your close relationships? Like what's your diet? Like, do you have any food intolerances? Have you had your hormones tested recently? Uh, do you have a history of birth control? Like there's so, 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 so many things that go into it. And I just really think taking a holistic approach is the way to truly get down to the bottom of things and truly treat from the root cause and truly allow for an open and natural healing to take place within our bodies because we have that capability. Like we have that capability. It's just a matter of realizing it and understanding that and harnessing that to heal ourselves. So yeah, I'm not really sure like when I would say it's kind of been like a process my whole life, but I would say I didn't start like really taking it seriously and really like understanding it and really like getting to know that it's what I wanted for myself until I started practicing yoga. And I started practicing yoga like, I don't know, a few months, probably like a year, like, eh, like eight months before I got married. So this was like 2020 times, I think was the first time I ever took my first like legit yoga class. And I loved it. I just loved that mind body connection. I loved how it was. It's just everything about that makes sense to me. It just resonates with me and, and getting more into yoga and really building that connection with myself and, and being introduced to sound therapy and that type of healing really allowed me to heal and really allowed me to just understand the importance of those things. And it's really given me this love for this kind of healing and this kind of approach to life that I just want to share with everyone because it really changed my life and I'm so grateful for it. So that's just a little bit about that. Okay. How do you deal with the stress of building a business slash clientele? Bro, it's so hard. (laughs) It's crazy. But honestly, like I think it's not easy, but nothing worth doing is ever going to be easy. And my friend Macy face by Mace, we love her. She said this to me the other day, but like, if it was easy, everybody would do it. And it's so true. Like if this were an easy thing, everyone would be doing it. Everyone would be crazy successful. Like, you know what I mean? But it's not, it's not easy, but that's going to make it that much sweeter. So I think just understanding that and carrying that kind of mindset will really help you and assist you with your motivation and whatnot. Um, but honestly, I'm just taking it slowly, taking it day by day, bite by bite. We talk about this a lot, our weekly intentions. Like you guys know this about me, but yeah, just taking it day by day and small little increments like that. It's just a little bit easier to digest for me. That makes it less overwhelming, which in turn helps me just function a little bit better. And kind of like I was saying, like when somebody asked just how do you stay motivated in general, kind of the same way I deal with this stress is I really focus on myself, like not to sound selfish, but like yeah. I mean, if I'm like overwhelmed, if I am angry and upset and just like not doing well, just overwhelmed with stress and anxiety, I typically will do a couple different things. One confide in someone. I will call my grandma who's my best friend ever, or I will literally like call my husband or 
I just like need to just like, if I just need to just talk to someone, you know what I mean? So that again, goes back to having people in your corner that you love and trust and can confide in and and want the best for you. Um, I'll just reach out to somebody and talk to them and, and bounce ideas off them. That's another thing. Like, bouncing ideas off of other estheticians. That's when like being friends with other SDs is going to be super important. Having those connections, um, being in support groups, things like that is super useful to ask questions and, and kind of get advice. Um, I would also say again, like back to taking care of myself. Like if I'm feeling overwhelmed, like you will catch me at this yoga studio, like twice that day. Like I will be there twice. You know what I mean? Like just getting out of that headspace, changing my environment. If I'm feeling like super just crazy, I'll just like go on a walk, clear my head, come back. Um, meditation helps me with stress. Just kind of like, just also just having that inner knowing, like, I just know, like, I don't know how to explain this. And this is not something I want to like tell everybody, but I just feel like you guys are my podcast listeners. Like we're homies, you know, but I've just felt this way the whole time, like deep down in my like gut, I just know I can do this. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, I just know it's going to work out. So I'm kind of just leading with that mindset. I'm kind of just like, this is working out because I'm not giving myself any other options. Like I'm not failing. Like I just won't because you know, it's like, if there's options A, B, and C, you can't choose D because D isn't even an option. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? So yeah, failure is not an option. Like, no. So I'm just kind of going into it with this open mindset. I just get dues, daily mantras. I'm just using positive affirmations for myself. I'm just reminding myself that I can do this. I'm putting in the work. I'm putting in the time. I'm putting in the research. And I just, I don't know. I'm just kind of hoping for the best, I guess. But it's gotten me this far. So I'm going to keep doing that. <laughs> um, okay. Got one more question, guys. And that is, weren't you already acne certified at your last job? No, I wasn't. Um, so yeah, I will be soon. I'm still kind of like waiting again for my funds to come in before doing that. And I am very familiar with face reality. I watched a lot of the training videos and kind of went through the course, but I, you know, didn't actually get certified because you have to pay for each individual person's certification. So I wasn't certified, but I will be now. Um, so yeah, anyways, guys, that's pretty much the gist of all the questions. I think I got to almost all of them. Again, there was a few that I skipped over, but you know, DM me if you want to ask me those questions, cause I'd love to talk to you personally. Um, but yeah, that's everything for today, guys. And thank you so much for listening in. I hope you enjoyed this Q and a, and sorry for rambling a little bit, but it's just kind of how I roll. Um, I love you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. Please reach out to me with any comments, questions, anything like that tag me in your stories. If you're listening, you guys know, I love to see that. Um, but yeah, I hope you have a great week and I will chat with you next Thursday. Bye.